Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Dixon. And we just got back from seeing Ender's Game. We went back to the theater especially for you guys. So, just to give a re- quick recap of um, of the history of this film, I'm going to let Dixon take over here because the only thing I know about it is that it was a, it's a book series that came out a long time ago, and this is an adaptation of the first book. And yeah. Well, could you you uh, summarize the movie without spoiling it? Okay, well, yeah, this this is based off a of Ender's Game, a book written by Orson Scott Card. Uh, it's there were quite a few sequels written to it, uh, and it concerns uh, the human race in the future. Essentially, they were attacked by uh, bugs, race of bugs, and they were only just able to like defeat them and push them back to their home planet, where they've been kind of lying dormant and building up an army for the last 50 years. And in that time, Earth has gone totally militarized. They have all these kids, like, monitored and putting them through battle simulations and war games to try to, like, find the next commander, trying to make the next soldier that can actually go out and defeat the bugs once and for all. And that's where we come to Ender Wigan, who is, they think, the one that can defeat the bugs once and for all. And it goes about him and his trials in the battle school and meeting friends and... Trying to deal with the complex issues this movie and book uh, bring up about it, war. It does actually bring up a lot of those uh, very good points. Like it's um, something I've always I've always been afraid of in adaptations, just kind of in general. Is I, I went in with no knowledge, but I always had this fear of adaptation where they'll completely miss the point of the original story. And maybe admit, maybe I'm wrong in this notion, but it seems to me that they got the message to some degree. Like it actually has the 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 appropriate message tied to it. Is it would you say I'm far off? No, I I think you're right. I think it keeps like the spirit of like the spirit of the book's message, and that helps. That's helped by the acting. Yeah. So before we get into spoilers, let's just go quickly through all three of us and say whether this is worth uh, seeing or not. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good place to start. Just to a, uh, I I do think you should go see this film. It's uh, it's visually it's a wonder to see. It's a little um. I, I get that the book... I've heard that the book is a harder science fiction. I don't feel that the film is, but I don't think that hurts it. But it, it, either way, hard science fiction or not, it's still really enjoyable. I'm glad it's not in 3D, because it just would have been blinding 3D flashes all movie long. But I, it was, it, it's, it's a good story, and I do recommend it. How about you, Ben? You know Yeah, I, I know almost nothing of the books. I just knew it came from a book. And it was good. I liked it. It was very enjoyable. Would you say yeah. go see it? Oh, definitely. Definitely go see it. Teen enough, go see it. <laughs> How about you, Dixon? Yeah, enjoyable enough film to watch. Uh, visually, I don't know, it felt like a movie that, like, effect-wise, could have been done a few years ago. Possibly. This has been called, like, the, the unfilmable movie. And I can see that from some of the stuff that happens in the book. It, it would have been a challenge to film. I think they kind of, they did it, but they kind of did it sneaky and that they didn't really... They cut out parts that would have been harder? They kind of de-emphasized stuff that would be hard to film. <laughs> and we'll get into that, but definitely uh, enjoyable to watch. You know, like some of the some of the fight scenes and some of the battle scenes are really, really neat looking. Uh, you probably, I don't think there's ever been a battle scene in space quite like this. No. Actually, and... Well, especially near the end, that's... That's actually very impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Very lot of things moving. Yeah, and and it you, you, they keep track of it really well. Oh yeah. Um, I would recommend this and <clears throat> yeah for a, for a, was this like a PG thirteen movie or whatever rating it is. Uh, it's PG. Uh, P. I'm gonna check that. Right it's PG. Now. I remember. Uh, it's quite heavy, uh, like on some of the 
on some pr- more adult themes, like not sexual, like not sexual or violence, but just like it. I actually, can't. The bo- it's a, it is a kids book, I suppose, like a young adult book. But I mean, adults could totally read it. It turns into an adult um, series, but the movie I think would appeal to like all ages. Oh it's, yeah, like it's a, it's interesting enough. Yeah, on a lot of different ways. So I, I would recommend it. I'm, I'm glad it didn't come out as a summer blockbuster. I think it's. I think this time of year you get your bigger budget movies that have a bit more thought put into them than in the summer. You can, yeah. So just so that's the recommendation from the group. Uh, go see this if you're even remotely interested, fan of the book or no. Uh, it's it's very enjoyable, but definitely go see it. Uh, at that point, the, you should stop this now. Go see it, and then you can come back and listen to us talk about. The things we liked and the things we didn't like. Now we've given you a chance to leave and pause. There you go. Boiler territory ahead. I what's the fir- what's the first thing that really sticks out to me about this film? Man is the real evil. Well, that's a that that's <laughs> almost a, that's almost a trope in storytelling in general. Anytime I know. you involve nature, man is the ultimate evil. No, by I don't. Default. I don't think it's that man is evil, but well, that's like the trope they're they're treading on. I don't uh, think this film does it. it no, no, no. What they do, but they do show the real paranoia of people. Because mm-hmm. honestly, as a group, people are paranoid. As in Men in Black said, you know, people are stupid, paranoid things. A person is smart. People a person are dumb. is smart. Yeah. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals. Exactly. No, I don't think it goes into that territory. <laughs> it's not like a, the whole mob mentality, but it like Harrison Ford does it really well. You know, it's all about survival. But yeah. how far are we willing to go? Like, how far do we push? At what point is it no longer survival? Yeah, what, like, how far do we go and make these kids into... Like, I think that's the... Uh, war machines. Into war machines, I think yeah. that's the point the film's trying to make. Child soldiery being one thing, but I think it's just kind of in general, how far do we go? But how, how long until it stops being uh, defense? Like, at what point does it just become we're being offensive? Yeah, we're offensive. just, we're just we're trying, killing. We're just trying to destroy them. Because we, we don't want to put up with them yeah. at all. Which this film does make very easy in the notion that they are giant, creepy-looking bugs. Though it'd be fair, though, we only actually see the one. Yeah. That was actually very surprising to me. I figured with this kind of film, with the xenophobia that's attached to this film, I would expect that we would see way more of the bugs, but we actually really don't. Like, up close? No. Honestly, I think it's better. He looks at the anatomy of one, they got masks of them and models of them. Which I think is a little strange that you would sell rubber masks of the creatures that nearly killed several million people. Well, they're trying to, like, totally weaponize the whole society so it's like hey instead of cowboys and indians people are gonna play astronauts and bugs and bugs yeah okay it looks like if you wear the bug mask you lose yeah just kind of by default yeah but it's a really heady theme for for it's kind of like hunter games you know this is like a young adult book but it's a really serious subject matter yeah hunter games this is this is i see a lot of not not like not like hunger games to battle royale but more like hunger games and this have a lot of they just happen to be like young adult books that have some really heady themes. Yeah, I think that's I think that's uh, I think it's just kind of coincidence. The acting, let's, since considering the that the is cast good. is primarily child actors, yeah, I'm it actually, wasn't bad actually. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. He's considering it's all child actors. It's absolutely yeah. kind of amazing that they get so many good performances that they do. A lot of the background kids don't get a lot of speaking roles, but the ones that do, like uh, the bully, what was his name again? Which one? The first bully or the one in the second school? bully, though? Uh, Carbones. Carbones is uh, he's incredibly short, but he's incredibly menacing, and I get that's the point. Yeah, he's supposed yeah. to be menacing with this goddamn. 
I couldn't get over how short he was. Yeah, like, <laughs> at first, like, it's like, holy, like, he's really, really, really short. I thought the first time they showed him that Ender was somehow above him, like there was a step or something. But then they show him the hallway. Then they show him on an even level, just like, oh my god, he comes up to this kid's chest, and I'm certain he's older. <laughs> yeah. He's like almost, he's like a head and a bit taller than him. Yeah. yeah, but then again, Ender looks to be a freakishly tall dude. He might, in fact, be taller than Harrison Ford. I think we it's just get... angle, but it might. I do. I know thing, what you mean. But I don't. We never get a good shot where we could see how tall like they are. And, and the only time yeah. he's ever like standing right next to an adult is like it's an extreme that, close up. It's like that is that is is Gap or or sorry, uh, Dap. Yeah, it's Dap, Dap yeah. the big black guy standing yeah. over him and just like and he's really big. Yeah, yeah he's a scary looking dude. Like when he when there's that scene where he's laying in bed and he wakes up and daps face over him, that that was terrifying. That scared me. <laughs> I just I've had that uh, nightmare. You wake up and then there's suddenly there's a face like right here in front I of you. I liked. Uh, I was wondering. I was like, when is uh when's Ben Kingsley showing up? And then he showed up and I was like, okay, he was good. Like a lot of lot of good performances. Very maybe performances. too many characters at times. And, yeah. And, and that's where I want to go with this next is too many characters in a movie that feels. A little rushed at times. It does feel like there's a little bit of rushing going on, and I think I don't have a problem with the notion of there being like introductory characters because they do introduce a lot, and they're all very important. Like his brother's important, Andrew's brother, Andrew's sister is important. Mm. Yeah. His father and, and mother, not so much, but we don't see him really. Well, no, we get that no. one token dinner scene. That's kind of it. But a lot of these side characters, I could tell, are important in later books. You can see the roots of that starting in this movie. Maybe there's too many for just a single movie, but if there's talk of a sequel down the line, maybe that's what they're going with. I don't think you could actually make a sequel to this. Just well, they, I mean, they do obviously leave it open to sequel, but that's that's the way the book ends. Yeah, that'd be the way the book is. So yeah. I don't know. Do you think there will be a sequel? Uh, I guess it'll totally depend on if it makes money. But depends on what book they choose to, to do it with. Well, let's I can they... see. Well, they'd have to definitely do something with what he does at well, the end. Let's just say, if just for simplicity's sake, they go straight to the next one written, Speaker of the Dead. Yeah, um, not the one that's in between. You could do Speaker of the Dead. It would not appeal to the like. It would be a different it, audience. It, it wouldn't be like it's not. Like, it wouldn't be like Hunger Games at that point. Like in the kind of audience it might draw, and it would be more like if I could compare it to something. I want to say like a Mission to Mars or Red yeah. Earth, like. It's like, it would be a sci-fi movie, but it's a bit more, it's, it would be kind of like Avatar. It's a different tone, that's what you're it's, saying. It's a very different tone. Okay. Mm. There's, there's not a big action scenes in those books. Okay. What did you think, now the, the movie is incredibly effect heavy, as many sci-fi films are. We'll start with, I think, the first really cool effect. Um, and I, I understand probably how they did this, but this is one thing that said to me, the, um, I'm, I, I don't know what else to call it, it's the laser tag room. No, the battle room. Is yeah. that the battle room? Yeah, that's what it's called. That battle room, I assume it's just wire strings and camera shots, but... And green screen? Probably a lot of green screen, but I was very impressed with that whole scene. This, that notion in general, that whole area, just seems really cool to me. I'm trying to think of the best way to put this into words. It, it had a certain <laughs> je ne sais quoi to it, we'll say. It was effective, and they explain how the game works really well, and they go through all the mechanics. Well, I suppose yeah. just dab yelling oh. at you. Well, no, but... The scenes with the guns, the scene where they, they first float around in there, they explain very well how things work in there. And I'm surprised with how well they do that and how why, how little it's used. Because in the book, that's the biggest deal of the book. Yeah, it certainly seems like just from the way that, say, um, the, the movie's put together, 
that if we had spent more time there, that would have been the bigger focus. They would have almost forgotten about class, much like they did. It would all have been about the battle room. Speaking of battle room, did anyone else call shenanigans when Ender does that leap thing he sees spinning in the air with two pistols? Straight out of a John Woo movie, shooting everybody? I called shenanigans that he hit every target he was aiming for. No, he doesn't hit everybody. I think... And he's I don't getting think he, shot. And he, yeah, yeah, he doesn't... It's not that him... He doesn't get through the gate and win it for them, but he knocks out so much of the team that they, they win that way. Oh, no, I understand that's that. That's how I'm I remember he going. got through. I'm not saying he got through. That was a... Uh, yeah. That's not the point. But just how good he is? It's just it's suddenly just like... I call shenanigans. You, especially when you're spinning like that, and he's not really looking, and he's got two guns. He's like, pow, no pow. One, no well, to be fair, there. when he is firing there, it is kind of obvious he's just blind firing. He knows vaguely where people are. And he's blind firing. I just, it was one of those scenes where I, I, I was just like, bullshit. But I mean, at the same like, time... You're it's, you're, it looked cool. Yeah. You're a tactical genius, not, not John Woo. But it also seemed kind of weird because they kept talking about you know, how much the variation of the charges are on the shots. But it seems sometimes like it's a freaking repeater pistol. Where you just go... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, no, that, that, that wasn't too consistent. Because yeah. the first no. time they use it, they seem like they're holding it forever. To yeah. shoot a point blank range, then later she's explaining, "Oh no, you got to hold it longer to shoot it farther." Well, to be fair, they're kids. Yeah, and that so made sense. Just, but I love that scene of the two kids. It's like, oh, "I'm going to shoot you. You should move the guns." It's like, yeah, and fucking during, kids uh, with guns. Ender and Bean. <laughs> kids should not be allowed to use or was guns. That Al, or was that? I think it was Bean. Yeah, it was Bean. Yeah, yeah. pretty sure. But either way, it's kind of like, dude, you don't even know what these do. Why would you think about shooting yourself in the leg? I guess they, they didn't tell him not to shoot in the. In the to be fair, don't. to be fair, I give this this one one credit. This is a room of smart kids. I'm going to assume they were smart enough to realize they wouldn't give you weapons that hurt you. And maybe they even know what the rule thing is, like the room, the battle room is. And they just told us that for our sake, the audience. Yeah. Maybe. Because these these are very <laughs> smart kids. Yes, yeah. they're 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 Mensa. Yeah, like I love how he, I love how he goes. I, I, I said this uh, in the theater, right after Harrison Ford sets up that Ender is the smartest kid in the room, it's just like, oh great, he 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 got to be picked up by jocks to super nerds. <laughs> yeah, well, that guy, well, that guy was probably not too, probably not that dumb either. No, the probably first not. bully. The first bully no. No, was probably not dumb, but you know what I mean. But considering like all the other ones, he's probably a jock. <clears throat> oh yeah. Just compared to the you know intelligence group, but amongst regular people, he'd still be like bloody well smart. What else is uh, really well, good? Well, before we get the... to the bad stuff, we'll just. How brutal this movie can be at times. Like this like, movie the, gets this dark. couple like, like it's not just the themes, but just like he he does beat up. Some bullies. Oh, especially like the he, first one. I found that one to be the most brutal. Oh, like, he just lays into that kid and yeah, I mean, deserves gra- it. So, well, yeah, but he, you know, the one kid's there, like you know, getting him to fight there. So he pushes him into the table and he grabs like I guess like a statue of a claw or a creature or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, whacks him in the head a couple times, takes him down, tells kicks him to him. stay down. When it's and clear he, keeps, he won't, he starts kicking. Him. Yeah, and he keeps starting to kick the crap out of him until what, what? breaks the kid's ribs. Probably. Yeah. He yeah, said, yeah, I think they, they put said him that. in the hospital. They yeah, yeah, they just why, say... But I'm going to guess. Yeah, and then well, he kind of looks at the other kids, and he's just like, well, that's, piss off, you know. Well, that's the point, though. Like, that's, I'm sure that's in the book like that, too. Yeah, no, that's, it even states, you know, why he does that. It's very because much, tactically, I beat the crap out of him so badly, everyone else is going to bugger off. Not in those words. They'll never but, come after me again. Yeah. yeah. That's the character of Ender balancing between the very clear polar opposites in his life. Peter, his brother Peter is... He's a bit of a... Uh, He's a bit of a gun ho action hero, I'll call him. He's, well, he's, more, he's the shoot he's first a, he's question. Psycho. Yeah, he's the shoot like first. He, he's, a soci- he's a psychopath. And his sister is like super... She's the pacifist. She's, she's the pacifist. Yeah. She, she's 
She, like, her, his brother was too quick to resort to violence, which is strange because that seems to be what Harrison Ford and everyone else is pushing for. I thought that was weird, at least. Because, like, okay... Well, but he's, he's so quick, he would never be able to have anyone on his side. I suppose. They would never trust him. Well, that and it's tactically... Well, Why that, run into battle yeah, like he, single-handedly? Like he, would he would have shot that gun first. Eh, probably. He probably wouldn't and have played And his sister well is too... Compassionate. I understand yeah. that. Because yeah. it just, I, oh, that struck me as really weird that like, Henry Ford points that out. Like, his brother was too... Compa- like, his father was too violent. It's like, you seem to make it very clear in this movie that you want that violence. You truly believe... No, but, but Pierce, Yeah, but he wants... Like, you truly believe... He's blind violence, not tactical. No, no, like... That's, in the book, they explain it better. Peter... Peter, like, they was like, Peter's a psychopath. Peter, like, will use other people to get what he wants done. He's, he, he is tactical, and he is a genius, but he's not what they want. He wouldn't be able to, like, win the war, probably. Which is interesting, because... He wouldn't be able to think like his enemy. But that's, it's... See, that's the point where I call shenanigans again, and maybe we'll get to the bad stuff here, is in that final battle, when Ender is essentially sacrificing thousands of lives, and he's not aware of it, fine, but he's doing it because he thinks he's playing a game... That very much seems to be the tactic that his brother would have used. That didn't strike me as something Ender would do if he had been aware of it. Maybe that was the point. Like, if he had, had he been aware of the situation, he would have been different. But... Well, another, like, another thing that they don't touch on in, in, the, in, the, in the movie that's really important in the book is he's saying he's a third. And once again, this movie, they try to hit all the stuff in the book and they don't explain certain things, such as why that's such a big deal. I guess you're allowed to have, like, two kids. And the only reason his parents were allowed to have a third is because he saw so much promise in his sister and brother. And they paid for it, from what it seems. I don't... I don't believe they did. Like, the... uh, His brother mentions, they, like, when the when the Ender thinks he's flunked out right in the beginning, they paid millions of dollars for another kid, and he flunks out anyway. Yeah, but, like, they just... They, they have to be allowed to have a third kid anyway, so... Yeah. They saw enough promise to let them have a, a, a third kid. Although I assume either way you could buy it. You, another thing they don't talk about is what the hell Ansible is. And it's like their, like, it's, is their intergalactic, like, telephone, basically. They really briefly say it once and they don't explain it. Because it makes that, it would, if you know what it is, it makes that last scene, like, it hits you qu- a little bit quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't mind the slower reveal there, but. Because I, I, I mean, I knew going in. No, you did, so that's whatever. I remember that, because it is a big shocker in the book. Was there anything else that stood out as being really good to you guys? Cause... Well, that, that, how, how did you guys find that? Because for me, I knew it was going to happen. The, the twist? The twist at the end. Uh, the twist was shocking, not terribly unsurprising. How else do you prepare a child soldier to effectively battle a planet like that? Like, I, that's, it, it was shocking, but it made perfect sense. That's very true. But when you really think about it, they kind of hint on it a little bit just before it. Because he stresses how much that, you know, it's it's not a game. You can't just reset. Well, they would do that to you. They, 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 that, that's sure something they would do in regular training where they're relying so much on virtual reality and stuff like that. And that's probably where the, the book is stronger because you, regardless of whether it was... Like, as a movie you're watching, it's just like, hey, this, this scene is so massive and so crazy... There's no way that they can top this. Like in the back edge, you know, there's only so much time in the film, and there's only so much they're gonna spend on it. There's no way they're gonna have something bigger than this. Actually, to be fair, I wasn't really looking at the clock in this movie. This movie. But you know what I mean? Like this movie was two hours, but it didn't feel like it. Like in the book, no. it does. Whether it was the main scene or not, you're not gonna get like extra special effects. Well, no. So no. when it's revealed to you, then you're just like, whoa, like. And it's, it, they can they take longer with things, so this doesn't feel like oh it's not a game, you know. Like yeah. they say that, but because it takes so much longer to do everything, yeah, and there's more simulations, it, it cool you in. 
Because yeah. you just don't think... I think they, they keep hinting that he's like going to be the one to do it. But I think this movie maybe goes a little too far. Mm. And that Ender is the guy. Yeah, they, they kind of they keep they screaming that out to each other. He is, is the any... one. He is the one. He well, is the... Not like he's a chosen one. Like, it's not like a mythical thing, but... Well, uh, as oh. Harrison Ford puts it earlier in the movie when he's talking with the woman who's a psychiatrist, I guess, I, I, I've lived my whole life raising horses. I know a thoroughbred when I see one. Was there anything else that really stood out as being cool or effective to you guys? or The fact that they actually made that... swarm, like in the end, how they actually made the swarms, but to be lazy, they didn't blurt. They, everything actually had detail. Yeah, That's kind of what I liked. What do you mean by like the ships? Yeah, all the ships in the end there in the final fight. I like when it's pulled back and it's like a big cloud. Like if you, yeah. Like you're talking the individual swarm or are you talking about like the, the enemy swarm? Both, actually. The fact that they put details into the ships there. Because sometimes like when they do fights, they just try to make it really blurry and flashy. And... It's been a while since I've seen a good like space fight. Like a, it's hard. I guess it's hard to portray in this <clears> the <throat> battle room. Yeah. And the way they fight in this movie, it really shows it like in a way we've never seen before. Like when he's just like, shoot up. Like, yeah. the, the ships are not on the same orientation, which is something that's kind of hard to... Grasp without, because without seeing. Because when you it. watch Star Wars, it's very much like a dogfight thing. Like, yeah. World, it's, it, like, even George Lucas has gone to say the X-Wing and TIE Fighters and those things are based off, like, World War II dogfights and movies of that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, when they're banking around, you're just like, oh, well, they're just banking around to, like, avoid each other. You're not thinking they're changing orientation for any other reason. Like, yeah. when things are flying around in space, like an episode... Yeah. Three, Revenge of the Sith. Like, yeah. you know, you just get a bunch of swarm of ships fighting. And in Star Trek, they're always oriented the same way. You don't, there's not really good battle scenes in Star Trek usually. Well, unfortunately, no. They're yeah. always oriented the same way as each other. There always seems to be a level. And like, it's like two cars running into each other in traffic. Yeah, like, they're always looking at each other because they've both got the view screens open and they're talking. I can't think of, those are like the two giants of your, of your space battle scenes. Yeah. This was really neat to see. It was carriers. Very, the big carriers, a lot of effect that went into there was some cool. Yeah. Like it all looks like good. the Protoss in Star in Starcraft. Uh speaking of the positives though, let's flip the switch a bit. What about the movie did we not like? Like Dixon, you clearly see you've you've had something for this. The look of the world. Like on Earth, it didn't really look very futuristic at all. There was it nothing looked, it looked like the suburbs with yeah, uh, like with an Apple TV or something. You like know, that. and it just—it's <laughs> it, not even that it looked like underwhelmed. It's just there was—it just looked normal. And even in space, it looked kind of there wasn't a whole lot going on. Even the battle room, I thought, kind of it was just lots of grays and blues. Yeah, it's—it's almost I kind of had trouble like looking at it. Like not like it hurt me, but just following what was where. The alien planet looks very stock. Yeah, like... Well, and, which one? The one that they were on or the one both. at the end? Both. They yeah. both look very stock sci-fi bug planet. And yeah, everything like, is sharp and dark and And, dead. like, the ships... Like, Geiger doesn't... Like, had some details, time. but... It was, I don't know. At this, best, it was just kind of buggy looking. Like, That's this it? movie could have been made a couple years ago. Like, the effects, I don't think, are that good looking. No. To be fair, no. But if it had been made a couple years ago, it probably would have fallen into the 3D trap. Because the issue, another issue I have with it is a lot of the stuff in the because it's all in space, of course. A lot of it's very dark. Yeah, that was what I was going to say next. Yeah, because there's a lot of this film that takes place in the dark. It also seems the battle station is surprisingly sparse. Like they make this impression that there's a whole bunch of people on it. It doesn't look big enough to hold that many people. No, see how big they make the room look from outside. Yeah, it just it's like it's it, kind of small. It, the whole thing feels small. Like it should almost be in two parts. I think this movie recycles footage. 
It might. Not just of like, not just of them killing the first bug like carrier ship, but there's a scene where near the end, you know, where it's just like, oh, I get oh, they maybe Admiral, I can go where I want, and the ship leaves. That does look. That, that looks yeah, like that... the scene from earlier. Yeah, I'm, where the ship leaves to go. To I'm almost planet. positive that's recycled because that looks exactly like it. Like I know it's CG and it's it, it's not like you're just you're using the same shot. They're probably all the components feel exactly the same. It might even be the same exact scene. I'm pretty sure it is. But to be fair, I mean this scene isn't necessarily important. So honestly, recycling is. But the fact a terrible we all thing. noticed it. Yeah, we did all notice that it at least felt recycled. And it's probably not an exact replica, but a lot of it is. I'm sure. Um, I guess last thing about effects. What do you think of the queen alien? I thought she'd be different looking. She was very. Um, what do you think? She looked very like alien, like aliens movie alien, or no? I did not think that. I actually, I, they, they make this clear that these things are insecto. It's so fine. Now I thought it would look like that. I just didn't think. Maybe this is the movie being subtle to me. Maybe I just didn't think the one we got would be so. She looked kind of like a hornet. Yeah, yeah I would have said more I like think, a moth. I just I didn't really have a problem with the way she looked. It just it's like a moth and an ant. It lingered too much almost. on her face. Well, I think it's it was trying to portray emotion, but the face never twitches. Those face. I think she she looked good though. She looked okay. like it even though she's really CG, there was elements of it that looked like that looked very real. Like the textures on her and the way the light hits her. Yeah. She doesn't look like, oh, this is a composite image. No. But, like, like but it, it looked really good. But to yeah. my, my counter to that is despite that, I think the movie lingers too long in her face. What I think Ender's face is telling the story, not this emotionless pale face that yeah, does not but, reflect anything. But it's almost supposed to be in a way that... Well, you don't look at the face. We're looking at... Well, yeah, that's the thing. People look at faces for emotion. But get, these I, are creatures that don't that can't give did emotion. You, did you see its wings but, move at point? Like there's I, a lot of other stuff going on. Maybe it's just because the camera was too close in her face. I did see some of the background stuff, but I can see how you miss it because the camera lingers very much on her face. I think you're just at this point you you were just checked out of the movie, and you're just like ah whatever. Let's let's get over with. No, I don't, not really. It's, I did like I, I liked the scene because I don't wrong, think they but... linger too much on its face. I don't. No, it's I like, didn't notice that. Maybe that was just me because it just felt like it lingered too long in a close up of her face. It, it felt like a. That's because you don't like bugs. I don't have a problem with bugs. It's spiders I don't like. But I, like that scene is really is a, is a powerful scene. I think Fuck once again it comes down to this Ace of Butterfield, which he's got a really not a really good Hollywood name. But he's a good actor. But like I saw him in Hugo, and I loved Hugo, not just because of him, but uh, Hubbing Kings is also in that movie. Mm. Good for him, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the place. Yeah, he's like those two. The two these, those two guys just go in the same movie right now. I I would enjoy movies with those two. If they can do a buddy cop film next. Wait a few years. It could happen. It could happen. Was there anything else? Uh, in this I just felt to you? like my biggest uh, my biggest thing compared to the book. And I did read the book like nine years ago, so it's been a while. But hmm. the emphasis in the book was always on the battle school and, and the final like scene yeah like like that, them doing the simulations is important but it's not the emphasis like the cover of the book I, that I read was of them in the battle room that was the important part and that's why it's so surprising then when you're reading it it's like oh they just won like it, it's yeah, much more surprising and they spend a lot more time with it and I can see they sh I think they could have done more with the battle room but I guess but by the end even for Ender it gets very formulaic like oh nobody uses the old patterns of formations anymore and because he, he had changed the game so much with his strategies. Mm. You know, like... I think that'd be something interesting to see if they do do a sequel. How and the effect of Ender has changed military tactics in general. Well, that's the thing, too, is they don't go... Like, in the books, they don't go back to the battle school. 
There's no point for it anymore because there's no... Maybe they'll show it in the battle school. There's no aliens. There's no aliens. And I see why they stayed away from it because those were... It's very hard to... Very hard to film, I suppose. It's... Just, well, it's a lot scenes. of effort. And the thing is, it also get really repetitive. That's that's the one I'm... Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's like... We saw like one battle, them fuck, screwing around, and then the big one at the end. Yeah. yeah. That's all we see, which... So we saw like maybe a grand total of three battles in the battle room. Yeah, because there was them screwing around in the beginning... The second one there with the salamanders and then the dragon battle. Yeah, that, that's it. It doesn't feel as rushed. And I think the one thing that this huh. movie does to help them try to like get into more narrative is his letters. Yeah. Which I've never liked. I've never liked that as a literary device to, it, to, to show time. Like, it's to go, cheap narration. Oh, well, look how much is... Uh, uh, dear whoever, this is how... this All this has happened in this time. I've always found that a very... Uh, I mean, it can be done well. I just, I just... It's a cheap literary device. And, I, and, and in the movie, it, it's like, we know it's rushed. It feels rushed. And that yeah, just but, makes them feel like, well, they knew they were rushing, so they did this to get more maybe it makes me exposition. Wonder, <laughs> it makes me wonder that how much of this movie is actually sitting on the cutting room floor. And it might be interesting to see like, what was the cut from it. That, I think that'd be something unique to I, see in this film. But yeah, no, but uh, the thing is, like we've said, two hours probably feels like maybe hour, hour and a half at most. Yeah, it doesn't but, feel long. I mean, without those literary, literary devices there, it basically would have been three, four hours, because you'd basically have to show them, and people... You know what this film would have benefited from? A What's training that? montage. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Oh, I'm kidding. I know, That would destroy the film's fucking... A, uh, Atmosphere? Yeah, it would just kill it. This this is not a film for training montage. I was joking. I hope so. I, it's not that it's not that they'd have to show a lot more. It's just they could have shown the some montages, not like of him, of them battling in the battle room and of other stuff happening. Him bonding with his friends instead of him saying, "Oh, it's been like months." Yeah. Fair enough. I don't like I, I don't like lines like that. It's like how like how long is this all taking? I don't know. But then once again, montages are more expensive to do because well, not, then nah, I guess I'm not, I don't know montage is the word, but just like him narrating. A letter while he's showing more stuff ah, instead wow. of just him at a console typing. Yeah. To be fair, that's, that's basically a montage. It's a typing montage. Um, but so, as is there anything else that really sticks out as bad for you, either of you? Because not much. Not really that I can think. So I guess we'll go straight into rating then. I'll go first this time. I actually really I get to to sum it up very shortly because there's I don't think there's not much you could say here. This is a film that's surprisingly worth seeing. Uh, with or without knowledge of the book, I dug the effects, I dug the acting, again, even from the child actors, which is something I can't often say. Though to be fair, these guys are, most of the kids are, the kids are teens. So usually by then they're more forgivable. But it's a very enjoyable film. It's, it's, it's the kind of sci-fi film I think everyone can enjoy, but it's not a dumb sci-fi. It's, it's not like Men in Black. Or... It's not like Men in Black, which is, which is, which emphasizes Well, it's more of a, com- yeah, it's a comedy sci-fi. This and... one's... But it, it's not. It's it, this. It's, it's also not. I'm trying to think of a dumb sci-fi film. I would say dumb, maybe the wrong word, but simple, simple sci-fi. And right? it's not just an action-packed adventure, like like no. it's, it's got like it's, like you said, it's got some very heady themes and content that uh, actually kind of make you go, oh. And I really dug it. I would. I definitely recommend it for people. It's gonna be hit and miss though. Because, again, not everyone's just into sci-fi. While this is a really good sci-fi film, I would recommend it. So based on that notion alone, I actually got to say it's a 7 out of 10. You know, I, I agree with you on most of that there. You know, it's it's very well put together. Like, if you like sci-fi, there's like a 95% chance you're going to like this. You know, as long as you don't expect, like, super action all the time. Yeah, honestly, I'd agree with your rating. You know, 7 out of 10. Uh, well, Dixon, make it the perfect 7. 
Nah, it's not a perfect seven. No. I'm sure it's tempered by me having read the book. It's it's better than I expected for sure. Uh, I I wasn't expecting a train wreck, but I was gonna I was thinking something integral is gonna be lost or forgotten. And I think visually the movie doesn't do it for me. It's not interesting enough to look at until the very last battle scene. Fair enough. The, I, I, the I, most I'm interesting. rather bored by like the battle room scenes. Like they're not even like around enough to be novel, and then like they're not very long and. I don't know. It just it wasn't enough for me to be interested in it. I would. I, I'm not gonna go back and be like. I'm not gonna be like pick up this movie. Like man, I'm gonna watch that battle scene in the in the battle room. The one at the end, I think, is I really liked it. But once I didn't even think that the uh, them hitting the planet with that gun was that interesting looking. It was kind of neat, but you've but was, we've seen the effect before. Yeah, I thought it was going to totally disintegrated or something, or like I thought it'd be more impressive visually, and it wasn't. But the acting is much stronger. That's where this movie like redeems itself for me. Like not everything else is disappointing, but it really pushes above a rather mediocre rating. Like the acting is really good. But I'm gonna give it a six. Like it's def- it's definitely good, enjoyable, but I don't think people are gonna come back to it. No, no admittedly, it doesn't strike me as a film you could no, watch. No, it, it's novel again again. that if if you've read the book, you're gonna go out and watch it. And you know it's like hey, you know let's watch a movie. Uh, this weekend, oh, Ender's Game is out. I heard this was pretty good, and then you watch it, but you're not going to come back to it. I, like, and as so it's for, a kind of a movie you'd watch every once in a blue moon, maybe once every couple of years. If it's on TV, you might check it out, but it's going to be on Sci-Fi and have rotation, I'd imagine. But I don't, I just, I don't think it's that great. It, it's, it's good. That's it's a good movie. It's well put together. I just, it's the execution, not the content, or more or less a great uh, one-time movie. Yeah, watch it once. It's it's not and it's not mindless. It's definitely not like a one time like oh I'm gonna watch Transformers once and see this spectacle and then you're kind of done with it. It's it, no, it's got more than that, but I just don't think it's interesting enough at times. I guess in that notion, then this is the three guys signing out. Uh, go check out Ender's Game. Uh, it's in theaters now. Uh, be sure to like it, subscribe. Uh, we love to plug our own product, right, guys? Yeah, oh, yeah. sure do. Good night, folks. Good night. Night.